0: In life, we all know that some things can happen unexpectedly. Some may ultimately change your heart and shift your direction. This is a journey of love, and how the Holy Spirit did exactly that. This story will walk through the 24 months of an incredible soul-felt journey with God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. You will share in many events that could be considered spirit-led, or miracles. This is Triune Loves Me with Lori Garner.
1: Hi, this is Lori. I'm so happy that you could join me again today. The last episode we were talking about finding God's adventurous side. Now, I am hoping that you're finding this entertaining. But more than that, I'm hoping it speaks to your soul. So grab that cup of coffee, your favorite chair, and let's share this time. Now if you've been with me since the beginning, you will know that music has played a significant part in my journey. Now this reintroduction to music came as quite a surprise. I had met a singer-songwriter here in Nashville, and she started sending me her music. And I loved it, and I had forgotten just how much I enjoyed music. But something more happened. Spiritual things started happening as I listened to music. Now, I have no set genre when I listen to music. I just say I listen to music that moves my soul. I'm sure many of you can relate to that. There is a pretty popular quote that says, music is a window to your soul, and I really do believe that. Now, as I traveled on this journey, there was a concert coming up that I really wanted to go to. It was a holiday concert being put on by the band by the name of Jars of Clay. And it was going to be at the Franklin Factory in Franklin, Tennessee. Now the afternoon of the concert, I had picked up my granddaughter and we were driving in the car. And I told her that I had thought about going to the concert. But I told her I was so tired, I didn't think I'd be able to make it. And then on my phone, I got a news flash about a weather alert coming through. And I told her, oh, for sure, I don't think I'm going to make it. So I dropped her off and I went home. And I made myself a cup of coffee and I sat in my lazy boy and I put in my earbuds and I began to pray so as I prayed this thought ran through my head oh no if I don't go to this concert I'm gonna be mad at myself tomorrow so then I said Jesus get dressed let's go to the concert so I quickly sat up got ready and I dashed off to the concert Now, it was a cold December night, and it was already starting to rain, and it was misty. And I got there, I parked my car, and I ran into the building. As I found the venue, there was a large table right in front of the doors. It had three people behind it, and it had all the will-call cards spread out all over the top of it. I finally made my way to the front of the line, and the lady behind the counter asked if she could help me, and I asked her, where can I buy a ticket? And she told me she was sorry but the concert was sold out and i said oh no i came all the way from spring hill and you're sold out so then i asked her look you have all these tickets on top of the table for will call i bet you there's one person that won't make it is there any way please that i could just buy their ticket she said she didn't think so but that she would check with her boss and i said oh please do because i really want to buy a ticket She said, okay, but stand over there because we're really busy right now. So I went over and stood near this nice young lady that was manning the door, checking everybody's bracelets to make sure they paid before they entered. And I said, wow, you're sold out. She goes, yes. She goes, I didn't think we'd be sold out, but we really are sold out. Now, as I stood there, I noticed it was a ladies' room behind me about five feet. So I told this young girl, listen, I'm going to go in the ladies' room. I'll be right back. And as I entered the ladies room, I began to talk to God and I said, listen, it's not looking very promising that we're going to make it in there. So if you want me to make it in there, you need to make a way because I don't see it happening. So when I shared this story with my daughter, she told me, mom, don't tell people you talk to God like that. I'll let you in on a secret. I do talk to God like that. And I hope you do too. I came out of the ladies room and I stood right next to that girl. And the original woman that I spoke to behind the desk, All of a sudden, she approaches me with her hand out like she's going to shake my hand. And her words were, I talked to my boss. And before she could even finish talking, this other woman came out of the venue, holding a bracelet right up to my face and says, this is for you. Now, I had not talked to this woman, so I don't even know why she would come out and approach me. But she said, this is for you. And I go, what? And she goes, it's your ticket in. It's a silver ticket. And I looked at her and I go, can I pay you for it? And she says, no, it's a gift. Merry Christmas. And that blew my mind because he does answer prayer, but I've never seen him work quite that fast. So I put the bracelet on and I went inside the venue. Now going by yourself, I am finding that you're more flexible and you can move around a lot better that you don't have someone with you. So sometimes it has its advantages. And as I'm walking around the venue to find my seat, I had a tap on my shoulder and it was the same lady that gave me the bracelet. And she said, come, let me show you where you're going to sit. And then she proceeded to escort me to my seat. Do you know it was in the third row, almost in the middle? Oh my goodness, he blows my mind. So I sat there all excited about what just happened. How does this happen? It's not a coincidence. Believe me, it's not a coincidence. Now, as I sat there, the lady next to me asked me, Oh, I see you have a silver ticket and I said yes the nice lady up front gave me that isn't that amazing and when she looked at my silver ticket on my wrist she goes oh and you have a tattoo and I go yes I do there's a story behind the tattoo and she goes really what and I said do you really want to know and she said of course now, my tattoo that says Agape gave me the opening to share my story with her, and also I shared with her a little bit about the Holy Spirit experience. And as soon as I started talking to her about that, the lights went dark, the music came up, and we were ready for the concert. The band members proceeded to find their way on stage and started to sing Christmas carols. The audience was so engaged it was such a festive time there were bells being played in the audience there were people singing Christmas carols it was amazing and to think I got here and they were sold out and I'm sitting in the third row almost in the middle how does that happen it's got to be him now as the music came to a close the lights came on and I stood up and the lady that was asking me about my tattoo also stood up and we faced each other And she extended her hand out to shake my hand. And just as I went to reach for her hand, she withdrew her hand real fast. And I thought, oh my goodness, I stood there kind of baffled, not knowing what to do. And then all of a sudden she looked at me and said, no, you don't get a handshake. You get a hug. And she came in and hugged me. And it was one of those lingering hugs that I wasn't sure when she was going to stop. And all of a sudden, she stopped, she pulled away, she looked me in the eye, and she said, Merry Christmas. And then she turned and walked away. Have you ever thought that God put you somewhere that you were supposed to deliver a message? That's how I felt that night. Now, I'm going to share a quote with you that I posted on social media around this time. It says, life is not happening to you. Life is responding to you. And that's how I felt People were responding to me in a way they have never responded before. Strangers were hugging me, and I'm not a hugger. And things and events were happening around me that I couldn't explain. And I know, it's him. It's always been him. At this time, I was still searching and trying to learn as much as I possibly could about God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. So everywhere I could look, I was trying to look including the Bible. So I got the Bible, I opened it up, and to be honest with you, I closed it just as fast as I opened it. Because I will admit to my listeners, I had difficulty with the scriptures. It seemed like it was in a foreign language to me. How about you? What do you think? So at this time I was also working with Life Touch. And as you know, I was going to different churches all around Tennessee and surrounding areas. So what I would do is I would get there early, I would go in the sanctuary, I would sit and pray, I would walk around and read everything that was on the walls. I would look at pamphlets that were laying around and I'd ask questions. And that's how I started picking up some little bit of knowledge as I went along my way. Now I'm gonna share a day with you that I remember quite well. It was a day that my husband was at work and my daughter, my son-in-law, and the children were out of town and I was at home And I was doing my chores, doing dishes, doing laundry, doing whatever I had to do, and I was talking to God. But I found myself in the middle of my living room with my arms stretched out, palms up, my face facing the ceiling, eyes closed and praising God. And in that moment, I felt a rush of love that I said, oh my God, I'm falling in love with God. And then I thought, who does that? They're gonna think I'm crazy they're going to lock me up. And I proceeded to grab my phone and I text, I googled, falling in love with God, who does that? And when I looked, there are people who fall in love with God. There's songs about falling in love with God. So I'm not losing my mind. I'm okay. So I thought, okay, this is normal. But I'm too new at this, so this is crazy. But then I thought, How do I tell my husband I'm falling in love with somebody else? So that night he got home, we got ready, and we went to the Cheesecake Factory in Brentwood. We go in, we sit in a booth, and I can't sit still. I'm like dancing back and forth, I'm in a great mood. And I tell him, I have to tell you something. And he says, what? I said, oh, I can't tell you this. So then I say it again, I have to tell you something. And he says, well, tell me what it is. I go, I can't tell you this. I say again, I have to tell you this. And he goes, well then tell me. And I said, I can't tell you this. And so with that, he got frustrated with me and he pushed his plate away from himself and he sat very deep in the booth seat. And he says, tell me. And when he said that, I opened my arms out wide I took a very deep breath and in the middle of Cheesecake Factory I said, I fell in love with God this afternoon. And then there was a silence. And he said, is that all? And I said, yes. And he goes, that happens. Makes me laugh now when I think about it. But it wasn't funny then, because I thought I was losing my mind. But he has a base, and he knew this happens. And if you haven't tried it, falling in love with God is the most amazing thing you'll ever do. Now, I'm going to share one more thing that happened that week. During that time, I was still writing. I had my phone with my notepad open, I had my earbuds in, and I was just writing. And during that time, I flipped the page and I started communicating with God in a text message, listening to music, and things were being shared that were like unbelievable. And during that time, I say to him, Father, Father's just too formal for me. I'm spending way too much time with you. I said, I got to call you something else. And I said, I know I'm going to call you love because that's what I think of when I think of you. From that moment on, he became love. And that particular conversation is documented in my notes, just like every other conversation since that day. If you haven't tried praying like that, I would suggest you try it because I feel it opens up a whole new window to heaven and the most amazing things happen then. So please give yourself that chance to at least try it. Now, even though I had discovered this great love and I fell in love with God, I also had a downside to this and it was the way some people responded to me. Some even wounded my heart. And during that time, I wrote this. Have you been touched by God's love and feel the burning desire to share Him? Some embrace this love, some run, some wound your heart. My journey, although short, has been amazing, but has not been void of pain. This was written during my discovery of Him, and I'm still and will always be a work in progress. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed our time together as much as I have. Wishing you an amazing week this week filled with abundant love. This is Laurie signing off. Be kind, be loved, and be the amazing you. Please hit the subscribe button and the like button and leave me a comment. I truly would love to hear from you.
0: This has been Triune Loves Me with Laurie Garner. To learn more about Lori's unique journey, visit her blog, Triune Loves Me, at blogspot.com. And be sure to join Lori next time for another episode of Triune Loves Me.